Hello, everybody, all the Vale fans. This is Ian Bogie, and you're listening to the Super Vale Podcast. The Super Vale Podcast. Hello and welcome again to the Super Vale Podcast. I hope you enjoyed episode one featuring chairman of the Sports Club, Mark Porter, and former Vale manager, Mickey Adams. Today, we look at the guy behind the media at Port Vale right now. Max McClellan, media manager, is on the show today. Okay, I'm joined by the man you've seen on the official social media. Um, I want to say the main man, media manager, Max McClellan. A lot of M's, a lot of alliteration. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good, good. So, um, I've just said a lot of people have seen your social media posts. Um, there's a few cheeky tweets and things that you've thrown <laughs> in there, but it's not just about you, you've got a team behind, haven't you? Yeah. So tell us more about those, first of all. Uh, well, this season I've been helped out by Matty Roper and Adam Fowler, who are volunteers from Staffordshire University. They both do sports journalism, so like I said, they've been really good for me this year. Matty's done it a bit longer, Adam... Matty, sorry, came in just before I actually arrived at the club, so he's got plenty of experience under his belt. Adam came in last summer because I knew he was in his final year at university. He needed some experience. I needed a bit of help, so he's been really good. I've also got Paige Kelly, who's actually she works a full time job, but then does all our graphics in her spare time. So she's a real credit to the club because you know she's a fan. She just basically loves to help out at Port Vale. And then Elliot Barnard, who's also a Safs Uni uh, student, he does some of our behind-the-scenes videos and, you know, all the content that the fans really enjoy on away games. Yeah, so there's been a bit of a partnership with Staffs Uni, because um, that's where you've come from, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and to be honest, if I knew how easy it was just to sort of get in contact with a media <laughs> manager and ask for work experience, I would have done it, you know, during my time, but unfortunately I didn't really get that opportunity, so, you know... What fans, you know, fans, sorry, uh, aspiring, you know, journalists don't realise is clubs need help, especially yeah, at yeah, this yeah. level. They rely yeah. heavily on on volunteers. So my, you know, my emails are always open for people who want to, you know, come in and help out with the media. Obviously, we have to keep it limited to a certain number in a team, but you know, as long as there's always options there. So to give Matty, Adam, you know, Paige and Elliot the opportunities to not only gain more experience but then help me out it's, it's a good relationship that we have yeah because there's so many things now it's not just a programme at a football ground you know you want to put videos up there a bit of content for the yeah. fans let them know what's going on it's nice when you've got a new player or a new manager to you know interview those and you do the interviews yourself as well yeah like you know we sort of on match days there's so much going on you want to get all of that out to the fans. So you want you want the fans to sort of go behind, you know, the scenes and see, you know, what's happening in the dressing room. Because as a fan myself, a football fan, you know, I'm always interested in the little things that are going on that you perhaps don't realise. You know, a lot of football fans think footballers are just like, they have this wall up, they're, only, they're just this one character, you know, they earn a lot of money, they play a bit of football and that's that. But to be honest, a lot of them have stories behind them, you know, and a lot of them are, are really good characters. So... That's where, you know, the help from Matty, Adam and that come in because, you know, I can't be, you know, in 10 different places at once. So to have that sort of access around is, you know, I think is really good for the fans. And especially with the interviews as well, I, I like to do the interviews myself as well. But then 
I think that's important that I do them with the manager because it's about building up the trust. At the end of the day, you need to have that trust with the manager, which is why I do the interviews with the gaffer after the game and, and stuff like that. But then I always say to Matty and Adam, look, rotate it each week. You can you can do the player and, and choose amongst yourself because you know it's, it's about them gaining the experience as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that how you came to have the job here, work experience first? Um, I did a little bit at a community radio station called Redshift Radio during okay, yeah. during my time as a student. Um, and when I was in Spain, actually, um, I did a bit of work experience with Real Madrid TV, and that sort of kick-started my love to, to you know, want to get involved in, in club football and club media and, and stuff like that. But what played a massive part for me was what I was doing at university and sort of we had our own news days every Friday where one week you could be a reporter the next week you could be a TV presenter so you got experience in different you know scenarios so I think just in situations like that going out and actually doing things and you know being proactive is what you know really helps me and I think I think Colin Garlick was sort of impressed with my dissertation, which which I was pleased about. <laughs> the accent tells us that you're not from around these parts. No way, really. <laughs> In case you didn't know, um, you're a Hammer fan, aren't you? I am. I say yeah. I was going to say long suffering there, but I'm only 20, mm-hmm. 22, turning twenty three, mm-hmm. and you know, there's been West Ham fans that have suffered a lot longer than me. But mm-hmm. I did experience an FA Cup heartbreak when yeah. I was ten years old against Liverpool in the final, which was. I was far too young to be something like that. <laughs> and then coming here and seeing what's going on here. Um, I, all I'll say is, I'm not a glory hunter. No. I can safely say that. Yeah. So did you get a chance to go with the matches down there now and again? Uh, I try to. Um, it's sort of... Sky Sports is a, you know gets a lot of criticism from fans for changing games, but in my situation, that actually helps me. Because yeah. I, know, I know Port Vale will always play on either a Tuesday or a Saturday. So if West Ham say gets moved to, you know, a Friday night or a or a Sunday, you know, that helps me a lot. Not so much if it's a Friday because, you know, the hangover on the Saturday morning <laughs> might not be as good. The only time I've really missed out on West Ham is when we lost against Macclesfield on the final home game. We had Tottenham away. Um and I couldn't go. So you know, but I bleed black and white. So. <laughs> what would happen if uh, Port Vale drew West Ham in the cup? It would be an absolute nightmare situation. <laughs> I've been asked that question about twenty times, and I think I just, you know, I'd be like Matty Adam. You know, you two are the media managers for the day. I'm, I'm just going to sit sit at home in a dark room, not tweet, not look at anything. I couldn't. It would be hard. I don't, it would be so hard to if West Ham scored a goal mm-hmm. just to put goal West Ham has scored <laughs> and then it would also be really hard to put goal Port Vale like the goal Port Vale has scored yeah. against my own team so but this is where the professionalism yeah. comes in you, you mean, have you, you have be ferreted around by the same yeah. rooms you <laughs> to meet some of the players yeah I'll be, I'll be starstruck by Mark Noble <laughs> um, John Askey is at the wheel now he is um, three year deal just signed uh, what's he like to work with because obviously you have to have this like one on one with the manager quite a lot well to be honest I was quite nervous about when there was a change in management because I got along with Neil Aspin so well and he was so good with me when I when I first came in and it, you know he really took me under his wing and you know he, he was the first one to sort of like say look we want you on the team bus you know we want you to come to Ireland for the pre-season stuff and, and that you know we had a really good relationship me and Neil and especially with Lee Nogan and, and Ronnie Sinclair so when there's a change in management especially for us in the media team with Matty and Adam as well you have to sort of work out what their 
used to and what they're comfortable with. So, you know, we go from Neil Aspin, who was really good with us, he sort of gave us an all-access pass to filming stuff and, and getting involved to maybe someone who doesn't want to have that sort of, you know, all eyes on Different them. Different Exactly. So it's a case of us adapting to the new manager because at the end of the day, he's the most important person in that area. But to be fair to John, he's been really good. You know, I don't think Dave Kevin was as used to the to the modern, you know, social media side of things. <laughs> so it's taken, you know, he. I think he's gotten used to us now. And, and to be fair to them, they're both really good. I said to them when they first come in, look, this is our usual routine, but... I'm more than happy to to switch it up if if you want to, and I think he appreciated that. And you know, I've since travelled on you know the team coach for that famous Northampton game. I was on yeah. the team coach, um, and yeah, we've he's been he's been really really good with us. He's his banter's very dry, <laughs> so you know sometimes when you when you're having a little joke with him, he'll have it like a very stern face, and you're not quite sure whether it's registered. <laughs> and then a couple of minutes later, you would just absolutely like it'll wipe the floor with you. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like John Esky and, and Dave, they're they're both really good characters. You know, they've been really good to work with. So I'm pleased, you know, that that John's here, and you know he's is hopefully future success for the club. Yeah, you're very popular amongst the players. I've noticed as well. Is there any that you? have a bit of out of work time fun with um, I used to like Luke Cannon who's just been let go you know used, we've had a couple of nights out Ben Whitfield as well um, you know I've had a couple of you know pints with, with Popey which you know is, is have you been on his famous Sunday club I've not been to the <laughs> I've not been to the Sunday club I've, you know I've had a couple of pints with No after you know work and that and, and it's been alright it's been very subtle you know nothing <laughs> nothing too major but you know they're a great they're a really good group of lads and likewise with Popey he, he taken me under his wing a little bit which you know it sounds crazy that you're doing that with a media manager mm-hmm. usually the team sticks together but you know they're all they're all really good and you know I think the most important thing is with them we've got really good trust amongst each other and you know they can tell me stuff and they know that's not going to go out and you know I think that's important having that between especially with someone in my position where you have to you know interact with them on a day-to-day basis you need them to come up for press conferences you need them to do like different things and you're not going to get that if they think you know they can't trust you and they can't have a relationship with you so because there's a lot of downtown downtime when they finish training and just milling around so you know having that rapport with them is really important. yeah definitely and I you know sometimes they'll just come into the office and just sit down and you know we'll just chill out have a talk and you know some players will come in maybe at times just to let off a bit of steam and you know some players will just come in and, and just chat but and get in your way <laughs> yeah like you know I've got a bit of work to do as well. <laughs> a couple a couple of them to be fair have gone to me oh what are you still doing in here it's, it's the summer and I'm like look we're not all in a privileged position like you yeah. where we can go off on holiday you know social media needs to keep going but they're, they're all really good, like, you know, um, when they're having their lunch and, and times, you know, we'll just sort of sit down in there and they're not they're not the type of players to go, look, leave me alone, I'm, I'm having my lunch. They'll, they'll just sit there and talk to you. Like, at the end of the day, they're human beings. Like, you know, just because their job role is a football player doesn't mean, you know, you can't talk to them and, and they won't talk to you. They're, they're a good bunch of lads. I know it sounds quite cliche, you know, to keep saying it's a good group, but genuinely, like, they are. Yeah, yeah. You were 
the media manager when the new owners Carol and Kevin came in you had to do the press conference was that a bit nerve wracking that was just a mental day because mm-hmm. I remember it was a it was a bank holiday weekend wasn't it yeah 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 so we had the Monday off and I knew for a while that it was coming on the Tuesday so when you know a lot of fans were fearing admin I was sort of you know because I read the fan pages sometimes I'm tearing my hair out of some of the comments on there yeah. <laughs> but then you know when they're a couple of fans are going oh is it going to help and I'm sat down thinking like just relax hopefully you know it's all going to go through but then you know nothing's confirmed until, no, until no. the signature's on the dotted line but that whole bank holiday I remember I was just working constantly in Paige the graphic designer that was her bank holiday but she cut it short to help me out and get stuff sorted for it so I had all my timing set out you know Carol texted me saying she was going to be back by 11.30 you know and I had it planned you know we'll do the interview we'll get the local press sorted with their interviews and then 3 o'clock we'll get the announcement sorted because that gives us time to you know edit everything get everything organised Carol comes in at quarter to 12 we've done it oh brilliant you know wonderful right let's get these interviews sorted and then someone puts a screenshot on the Wonder Review. They're on the company details on the government website. Yeah, yeah. Carol and Kevin Shanahan, the new owners of Port Pound, I'm like, oh my God. So all the time has got out the window. We have to switch it all around. And, but it's not a fact of, oh. I saw that, yeah. It, it's not a fact of, you know, let's just announce it. Yeah. I have to, you know, notify the local press who, you know, have got their times planned as well because it's important to have that relationship with them as well. Like, you don't want to as I say you don't want to mug them off and start announcing things without you know giving them a bit of common courtesy just saying oh look this is going to go out just get something prepared so it just went a bit crazy Carol was just like yeah just get it out then so I was like a fan thinking like I'll go into company's house to see if it's been changed over today it's crazy but it shows you what the fans are like and you see these unofficial um Twitter accounts and people on Facebook coming up with these rumours and that's always going to happen but um, it just shows that the fans are just really excited and interested and I I love all that and I totally understand where all that comes from because you know I still do it now as a West Ham fan and and when I was younger I was always keeping an eye on you know rumour pages and stuff like that that's what makes you know especially like in the pre-season exactly that's what makes football social media and sometimes you know I've had to ask Colin Garlick you know are we signing this place (laughs) we've got unofficial veil there saying that you know I'm announcing it apparently on Friday so (laughs) you know I have a bit of banter with them on 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 Twitter as well because I think if you take things too seriously like that it it, you know at the end of the day I'm in a a privileged position and I don't want to take that for granted so you've got to have that banter and interaction with the fans there's you know there's no harm in doing it and you know, at the end of the day, I'm a football fan as well, so I enjoy that sort of side <laughs> of things. But it's quite funny when I see, you know, some fan pages going, "Oh, um, John Askey signed his contract." Club are announcing Thursday. I'm sat there, and I'm, I'm not in Thursday, so I don't, I don't know who's announcing. That. You have a good poker face, <laughs> yeah. yeah, as well for the people. I suppose you get um, home to um, your missus, and she's surprised at how you can hold all these secrets. It's the same with me. You know, I'll go to my wife and. She'll say, like, what have you done today? And I'm, oh, I've just done this, that, that. I'll, I'll tell her some things, like, yeah. even to her. I'm like, well, I'll it's, tell you just in case it gets out. Well, it's like, <laughs> I know I know, my missus wouldn't say anything. Sometimes <laughs> I've, just, I've just said, like, look, this is happening. Like, you're the only person who knows this is happening. Like, there are, there are like, thousands of fans out there. So who, I know who he is. Who like, there was, it was, like, last year um, for the kit launch, um, you know, all the circus stuff with, with BLK and... I was waiting all day for the kit to come 
and I was being told, yep. Yeah. I remember that was a bank holiday weekend as well and I was being told by them, you know, we're leaving at 11, we'll be with you by three o'clock. And they're traveling from Middlesbrough or Sunderland, I can't remember. And I go, mm, it's a bank holiday, it might be a bit of traffic, I doubt you'd be here for free. Call them at one o'clock, how's the journey go? Oh, we haven't left yet, you know, we'll be there for five. And I'm like, you are not gonna be here. <laughs> like, so it ended up half past seven in the evening, I'm just getting tucked into my dinner. I get a knock at the door and all the kit's there. <laughs> so I've got I've got the new home kit, the away kit and the two keepers kit and I've laid them out all on the floor just making sure I've got everything I need for the for the kit video the following week. And Polly walks in and, and I'm going I'm going, look, you're seeing some privileged <laughs> like you're seeing some off the record stuff here. Like you cannot let anyone know that you've seen this or I will have to kill you. <laughs> so so you know, it's it's all that weird thought that she and she's not bothered one bit. She could walk in and yeah, see yeah. that and she'd be like, oh, all right then and, and just yeah. walk off. But you know, a lot of fans would just like to see that. But yeah, of course. It's, yeah, weird, yeah. it's weird things like that. Yeah. What about a kit launch this time? Is there any date in mind um, I've heard Father's Day around that Father's time. Day yeah is always a day we, we sort of aim for and we're sort of we've ended up having to take a different direction with the kit launch so Elliot from the university and a couple of students from there are going to are gonna help out and you know a lot of fans might think oh a couple of uni students you know it's not going to be great but I promise you we are you know Elliot was in yesterday we were working all, all day on ideas and the benefit with with Elliot there, he's a, he's a great lad, and you know all the behind the scenes videos he's done. He, he knows exactly what we need, and he's sort of, you know, taken Port Vale in quite a bit as well. Like, you know, it's with all of us, we celebrate when there's a goal, and Elliot's sort yeah. of it's infected him a bit like that as well. So, using Elliot, you know, he's a great lad. He's got great ideas, and we've got the benefit of the university stores, so they've got all the up to date technology, you know, all the camera equipment there, you know. Unfortunately, I can't afford, but they can just loan out from the university for a couple of days. So it should be really good, and we've we've got some really good ideas for it. I know what you mean about jumping up and down the press box. It was so not a thing when I was doing it for Six Sounds Radio, going back about four or five years. I remember the promotion season. I'm a Port Vale fan. I'm typing up, like, you know, the promoting. Yeah. And, and then that was it. I was on the pitch. Yeah. I just left my laptop. I don't blame them. You know, how can I contain that? Well, it's you know? like, you know, we were at... I think we were at Mansfield when we lost 1-0 in November and the referee was honestly it was a pain in the arse like he was blowing up for everything he was yellow card happy and everything and um, you know I was getting really annoyed I was like that he was giving away <laughs> a foul I was like oh, God, oh, bloody hell ref like what are you doing and one of their media lads next to me went oh you're a Port Vale fan I went I went I went no I just I just work I work for the club and and he goes Oh, you're getting a bit, you know, a bit um, animated, aren't you? And I'm like, well, and I thought to myself, I was like, but how can you not? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you work with it's these difficult. players on a day-to-day basis. You, you see all the work that goes into them. You see the manager, and you know, you see their reactions after the game when they're hurt, and they, you know, they're they, you know, down about losing. You know, it's. I remember Luke Joyce said, you know, it's, it's not just a work thing where you know you lose, wipe your hands, and, and off you go. You know. It, you take it home yeah, you take I've, it I've weekend, done that yeah. as well like you know and Polly's got really annoyed at me at times <laughs> because I come home in a foul mood that we've lost so I feel there's absolutely nothing wrong with showing your passion and that you're happy for the club like you know when we score I'm, I'm jumping up and down in the press box Yeah, I don't care about it <laughs> like, obviously I'll be a bit wary about you know cameras and, yeah. and microphones and stuff like that and people commentating you've got to respect that space but in terms of showing that you're happy and you know that you've scored 
Mm-hmm. I've got absolutely no issue with that, and I openly encourage you know the boys and and Paige and that you know if we score like yeah like go get in there like because it's like I said you see everything that goes into that you work up all week for the, for this day. And when there's a goal, when there's a last-minute winner, you are just as happy yeah. as the fans, as the players, <coughs> yeah. as the manager. So just because we're in the press box doesn't mean we can't celebrate, and I'm not going to stop. So. <laughs> when you have to put tweets out on the official Twitter account, um, there's been a couple you put out against other clubs, should say crews, don't let yeah. <laughs> Have you got any trouble over that or any backlash from opposing fans? Uh, oh, well, opposing fans, yeah. yeah. But, you know, sometimes... Because I get all the Twitter notifications on my phone, so I see everything that comes in. And even though it's not directed at me, it's still your work at the end of the day. So when you've got, like, you know, Stoke and Crew fans, you know, absolutely battering you all <laughs> week long, and then, you know, you get a win against them, or, you know, like with Crew, you know, Dave Artel's made a few comments, and, yeah, and yeah. at times their social media team have maybe gone a step too far maybe uh, quoted uh, Artel was saying something when really he hasn't when you actually listen to it I remember in September when we played him away um, it, Dave Artel had his press conference and I listened to it and then in the tweet they said they know how to deal with Port Vale's hoofball and when you listen to the press conference he doesn't actually mention the word hoofball or anything like that that's just Spin, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, when you've got fans peppering you and even other social media admins <laughs> doing that to you, when you win, you are going to enjoy it and you yeah. are going to have a bit of banter. But the most important thing is, it is just, you know, light-hearted banter. Of course, yeah. Because if you, it's like I said earlier, if you start taking it far too seriously, you, you're just going to lose your head and you have to keep that balance of professional and having fun and then just, you know, losing your head over something that's... You know, you're you're fighting with <laughs> uh, a club's admin, who you've, <laughs> like you've barely had any interactions yeah. with. You know, and you know, it's just you're you're allowed. I I always feel like having banter with other club admins mm-hmm. like that on between the two club accounts is all is is really good. And sometimes you can have a real laugh with them. It's, you are, you see sometimes other people take it a step too far and you're a bit like ooh but, but people might jump onto your personal account as well yeah maybe. but you know I've had that I've had that before saying when when we were losing during the January and February period you know we were um, the worst media department in the world and you know it was all <laughs> awful we were spinning too much stuff and you know I had one fan say I was blocking you know uh, long lifelong Vale fans and you know someone come in and went oh you can do that on your own account Max but uh, don't do that on the official one and someone said oh he is and and this fan put oh that's a disgrace Max you're an absolute disgrace like you know you should remember you're working for our club <laughs> and I you know I was just sat there chilled and I was just like I've literally blocked like two Vale fans because you know the things they were saying were just you know just disgusting things yeah, like, yeah. and you know the, they they just serve no purpose when 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 it's going like that, and one of them actually got unblocked because it was you know I just thought ah, look you know he's all right you know maybe we did make a mistake with it so hands up yeah unblocked, but then you look at the others and it's just Stoke fans and Crew fans who were just you know just or robot accounts just 
you know, spamming the account for absolutely mm-hmm. no reason. And, and, so, and you, But you have to do that sometimes. You can't, because, you know, at the end of the day, you've got kids on there. And yeah, you don't want to yeah. see, like, you know, there's there's having a go and frustrating your anger. And I mm-hmm. totally understand. But then there's going that step too far and, you know, going very personal on some people and, and putting comments which, you know, are really just not needed. It never gets put to bed because it's just a continuous list, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so, but, that, but that's yeah. social media. Yeah, of course it is. Um, you mentioned January, February. Uh, it was a tough time here at the club. <coughs> is it easy to put a positive spin on that? No, you know, exactly. No. And I think the fans have appreciated the fact you have tried to do a little more. Well, you know, it's. I always like to be a positive person and always like to think that, you know, it's a. It's a glass half full rather than half empty. If that's yeah, that's the phrase. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. The, that's the right phrase. <laughs> and you know, at times it has been really, really difficult, and it does really get you down when when the team's not doing well. You know, and fans are arguing amongst each other. They're arguing with you know, not with you personally, but you know what you're putting out there because when you're losing and whatever work you put out there, it just gets slack. It just gets slagged off. Yeah. And at the end of the day, sometimes you know you it can be taken to heart because mm-hmm. what you're doing at the end day is your job yeah, and it's difficult and like you said we've said social media is like that and people can be like horrible online but it's difficult sometimes not to take it to yeah, heart and I mean? especially if you've had a bad day for whatever reason exactly and, yeah. and, and sometimes you know when when you're getting in that situation and the team's not winning you're like oh. but I always say we always have to be a united front and we always have to keep our heads held high and our chins up and look you know look forward rather than always think oh god like you know and and thinking too much from things because at the end of the day I know if I'm a fan and I start seeing the club tweet out negative things and I start seeing the club going oh well yeah that was pretty poor you're you've got absolutely no hope (laughs) and I know fans you know they'll they'll cane some of our work sometimes when we're losing that and they'll say oh it's rubbish this rubbish that but deep down I know they would rather see us putting a positive spin on things and mm-hmm. trying to remain upbeat and, and united for the club. Yeah. Because deep down, I know they'd rather see that because if we started dig, if we if we did start going negative, do you know what I mean? They'd, yeah, they'd, of course. They'd, they'd, they'd be like, oh well, you know, you're in a big massive yeah. bubble of negativity there. But you've got thousands of opinions, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So when you put up, oh, we're doing a FIFA tournament, and people are like, why aren't you doing it on the pitch? Yeah. <laughs> I'll come on to it. <laughs> but you know, it's always that case of if. Fans will always have that hope of the club remaining positive. Mm-hmm. And the, if the fans start seeing the club are being negative, they're like, "Well, you know, if the club aren't can't even remain positive, then what hope have we got?" Mm-hmm. You know. So we have to keep a good attitude, and I always instil that, you know, with myself, Matty, Adam, and Paige, and that, and and people around the office are always like that as well. You know, it's not just it's not just the media and yeah, team. No. You know, everyone else tries to remain upbeat and remain positive because as difficult as it can get. And it really was when, you know, we were threatened with administration. It's... It's your job as well. Exactly. Yeah. And I always think, you know, fans go sometimes, oh, you don't care, you're just a West Ham mm-hmm. fan, you'll just move yeah. on, but, you know... It is actually your job. Exactly, and I do care about this club, and I really do want what's best for it, and it's really taken me in, and I, I, it's really got a special place in my heart now, because... You see how much it means to the people. It's a great club. You look around the ground. You know, it's a, it's, it's a brilliant place. Mm. So when people go to you, oh, you don't care, you'll just move on. Like, you know, you're just a media manager in the day. Well, it's not just that, you know. It's yeah, an I'm addictive a, place. Yeah, yeah, I'm a media yeah. manager, but yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. 
I am a Port Vale fan and I want them to do well because you know you work for them you see the work that goes into it and you want what's best because mm-hmm. it'd be nothing better than you know I would absolutely love to see a promotion or see this club at Wembley I couldn't think of anything better and you know after all the hardship that the fans have had in recent years I think they absolutely deserve that Cool. You were going to mention the FIFA tournament yeah. though, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's another brilliant thing of social media. You yeah. can put out a video. You've always got to watch when you put stuff out because mm-hmm. there's no point putting a FIFA video out when, you know, a, the weekend after you've lost. But in January and February times, that's very difficult <laughs> to, to not do. But it's when you see the comments are, oh, what are they playing FIFA for? They should be out training. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, well, this was, filmed like, off. this was filmed like after they've just done an hour and a half fitness, like strength and fitness uh, gym session with Andy Davis. So <laughs> one of the best comment that sticks by me and I'll never, ever forget, it was, do you remember the Stevenage game here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At home, two all mm-hmm. snow. We could, well, the players couldn't train at all all week on on the pitch. So Neil Aspin got one of these <laughs> people that he knew, and the players trained at St George's Park, five star, you know, England training facilities, yeah, perfect yeah, pitches, yeah. you know, everything you could need. So someone put, why are we rewarding them with five star training facilities when they're losing <laughs> like this? Get them working on proper grounds. They shouldn't be rewarded. And I'm like, oh my god! Like it was either a park down the road yeah. or St George's Park. If Tom Pope does his ankle on a park in a little hole, like you know, you know, like mud hole, <laughs> or slips in a dog too. Yeah, if he twists his ankle <laughs> on an uneven park pitch. The fans would be mental going, you know, why are we, why are we trying to... If he played on there for, stop this, why is he training yeah, down there? Yeah, why are we, why are we just training down there? The team. This is professional football. And then, but when you're training <laughs> at St George's Park, you get the car. And to be fair, it was only one fan. Yeah, yeah. So don't think this is that like all the fans. But again, it's it, a throwaway it was just a, Yeah, it was just one fan going, why are we rewarding them? And yeah. I was just sat there with the computer and I was like, <laughs> it was like one of those that you feel like slamming the like, laptop you, you're like type something out delete type something out delete type something out delete I wanted to just leave it I, I wanted to put a smart ass comment back but you know I, I'm restrained Max it's been amazing talking to you we've no got a problem. bit of an insight um, and we're in your office at the moment you've got like a nice fridge no we're not really no no <laughs> we're I in wish one I had of, a fridge in it we're in one of the boxes actually looking out over Vale Park he's doing his pitch working hard on that doing a good job as always so just want the season to start really now like just be bored <laughs> no to be fair I haven't been bored it's obviously with the small news of the takeover and the new manager it's kept us busy and a couple so. of players signing on as well well yeah. fingers crossed no we've had a couple we've had Warrell oh yeah 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 I thought you meant no. new signings oh there. new signings you know, let's open that rumour mill <laughs> yeah. I'm looking I'm looking forward to my inbox getting out to be fair are we signing this man and that man so yeah looking Cheers, forward man. to it thank you no problem Follow the Supervale podcast on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Search Supervale Pod. Thank you very much to Max. Join us again next time for another Supervale podcast.